You're listening to Joy Coaching America with the Joy Coach, Karen Lynn Grant, spreading upbeat, uplifting, informative messages of hope and happiness from sea to shining sea from our home in the beautiful Rocky Mountains. This is Karen Lynn Grant with Joy Coaching America, and today I have the honor and the privilege of interviewing a very dear, many decades of friendship friend who has so much expertise in the areas of positivity and politics, and she is just so full of information. She's a wealth of information, and I am excited that I get to conduct this interview with Nancy James. I'm excited to have you here with me, Nancy. I still remember very, I tried to go back in my mind, when did I meet Nancy? Because we were neighbors in Provo and we've done some beautiful sessions together and had some really significant aha moments together. And yeah, when was that? And I remember the day I was at UVU walking up a very long staircase in the ballroom. And there was Nancy coming down the staircase with her violin in hand. And she's going to tell you about her music background and, and all about her. So Nancy, I want you to just jump in and tell us the significant things that you would like to share about what makes Nancy James, Nancy. (laughs) Okay. Well, I, I grew up in a big family of 12 kids. So sometimes I think some people in that situation have, have felt lost or they felt like, wow, community. And I, for me, I actually think it was a blueprint for my life's mission because I love Hamarinians and I love connectivity and um, that just deeper things that connect people and learning, a love of learning. And I'm just so grateful for the, the experience that I had. Um, I grew up in Oak Hills, Provo, Utah, by the Provo Temple. So the mountains actually were my playground. And I loved nature and music and animals and bugs. And I mean, like, oh my gosh, it was just like the world was our playground. (laughs) And not only that, I mean, besides, you know, the hiking and making huts. And I I was between four of my five brothers, even though I had six sisters, I kind of was the lone girl in all these boys. And then I went on and had five boys on my own. I'm so grateful that, you know, Mike and I are together and have his two girls to to add to the mix. And they honestly are, are girls that I feel they, they, they could have been my own, you know, even, even though there's challenges with blended families, sometimes I think, Oh, I should have written a book on blender blended families. Um, because sometimes (laughs) the mix, um, and and this hasn't been as much with with us as maybe when you blend families with younger kids, but you know you feel like you're in a blender <laughs> with chop and grate and liquefied. Maybe someday we'll all turn out to be a healthy smoothie. Yeah, but, um, I know those are kind of just little lines that I've that been little downloads, and you you know how that works. I I just really appreciate this opportunity, Karen, um, and I do want to acknowledge that. This is just me talking. Um, I do love LDS and Christian doctrine, and I'm seeing all over the world amazing people, you know, just receiving revelation and gifts and the spirit of liberty. And I just honor everyone who is here because that word liberty probably drew you here. And 
and fire in your bones. And my mom wrote a play called Patriots in Petticoats about the founding mothers of this country. And she's at 81, was kind of tripping around colonial days stage. You know, she wrote this amazing play about a little girl just so bored with history and learning about these founding mothers. And they actually come and appear to her and do this entourage. And that's a play um, of these great women who sacrificed. I play Mary Catherine Goddard, who defended the Constitution at the peril of her life because she owned a printer. And that's a whole other story. Wow. Mary Catherine Goddard that was just amazing. And that's what incited the revolution and brought all the colonies together was the printed word. And so I just wanted to acknowledge that everything I owe to my heavenly parents and Jesus Christ, my ancestors, the Holy Spirit as guide, because I think we all feel homesick sometimes being on this planet at this lower vibration, you know, but we came to come down and I love my parents and my family. They're my best friends. And I feel like maybe the Lord rooted me in a place where I could flourish and, and see the difference and learn to discern. And yet um, my life has been full of contrast and had conflicts. And, you know, I just by the grace of God go there. I, because I know where my strength comes from and it's not with I mean within us each has this deep reservoir of you know seeds but even seeds need to be broken open to grow and so if we're going through that path just know you're on the right path to learning as you know and the, some of the things we're going to talk about today will will bring more to light why we go through these contrasts and just ask yourself your questions, your key questions. We'll talk a little bit about that. Why did I choose these certain things in my life? And just take extreme ownership, you know? And I have a son that's gone through, we have just several children that have gone through amazing experiences and challenges. And I just honor them because, you know, they, they have just, you know, risen up to the task and, um, I just promised, you know, in my very weak way to carry the torch. I told my dad when he was in ICU, um, he had had a tracheostomy and um, had a lung. Anyway, he was basically in four months, but he held on for four months until everyone could come see him. But I promised him, I said, I, I'm going to carry the torch that you gave us. And I'm so grateful for that. So anyway, I just really owe everything to them and we all experience who we're not so we can learn who we are so we are really all in this together even though that's been so cliched and i hate how things are politicized that just they may have some truth mixed in there but i i don't like the hidden agendas going on in the political world and see one of the main things that we're going to talk about today is how to stay positive you know have positivity in politics because everything is politics if you look at the way this world was set up with the pecking orders of the world and that's kind of something that i've really spent you know ten thousand hours studying nancy i love your passion and I have always loved your passion. Whatever you do, you are a woman of excellence. Whatever you pursue, you pursue with passion. I have never 
seen you sitting on your laurels. I have only known you to be a queen in your own right. And I have had beautiful sessions for those of you who don't know the work that I do with Joy Coaching America. I've had beautiful sessions with Nancy where it is true that the veil can grow thin and we are able to see each other's divinity. And I want you to know, Nancy, that I have seen the everything that you have shared about your passion and your father and your ancestry and your mother and this beautiful family of being in the middle of 12 children with five brothers all around you. It's so fun for me to know that because I have just seen the evidence and the manifestation of a woman who who practices what she preaches, who continues to lift the masses, to bless the one, to take time out for the one, and to pursue the, all this education and this knowledge. And so for me, it is such an honor to have you on the show and to, to, to find out what makes Nancy, Nancy, and to tap into everybody else, what makes you who you are today, the trials, the challenges, the, the opposition that you faced. So as you listen to Nancy, connect to yourself as well, because she has got a plethora of information that can bless all of our lives. And so Nancy, I just had to step in. I had to waltz into that moment and share that about you. Yeah. That you have a, you have an admirer over here as well as a friend. And I'm so grateful for you. So uh, yeah, I'm just so we we are connected with the music and with um, just understanding the the downloads that we as women can be empowered with. And I do thank you for being there at some crossroads in my life where you knew what was going on. And believe me, we both have struggled with certain things that I know we agreed to. And, uh, you know, for those of you that um, go to the Bible dictionary, you can find in the word election, the very part in part talks about how we chose our time, place and circumstance where we were born. And just, you know, we did a whole course on that. that's like, you can see on Vimeo, but it, you know, basically each one of us has a blueprint that no one else will have for 26,000 years. And I thank Marilyn Light for sharing that information with us. And we filmed her whole course. And it's just, it's just amazing that not only did the creator of this earth have beautiful signs in the heavens, but we each do. And we perhaps have a little umbilical cord of light that we each were given to fulfill in our mission. And it's so vast and broad. It's just mind boggling. And yet, isn't it beautiful that um, a beautiful savior became a little baby and was so vulnerable like we each feel we all feel like little Frodo's but like Christ he he came and was so vulnerable and was you know persecuted and went through every imaginable political like so he's really <laughs> understanding this and I know he's excited for each of us to come play our part bring our part to his table and there's just so much we could do a whole class on just that the spirit of Elijah that we each have and what is our offering what is our little offering like the wise men and we will we will have more parts to this program to this initial program i'm so grateful to have you here with me nancy to be discussing these beautiful things to clarify the opposition that we have to face he faced it too this is karen lynn grant with joy coaching america interviewing nancy james
from sea to shining sea and beyond. You're listening to Joy Coaching America Worldwide with show host and Joy Coach, Karen Lynn Grant. Welcome back to Joy Coaching America. This is Karen Lynn Grant interviewing Nancy James. And Nancy, I'm really excited to ask the next question. I know that you have a wonderful husband and that you too, I don't know when that moment occurred when you found each other, but when you did, we all know who have witnessed your lives together, that you found a man with running shoes who's running in the same direction as you, who has passion and you together you have created a, a small video business that has grown. You have done much of, if not all of Rod Meldrum's work. We've interviewed Rod three times on Joy Coaching America. And I would love for you to dive in and share with us about this work that you and Mike do and how you, what your theme of what the theme is of those you do make video productions of and anything recently that you're doing and what you've been doing with Rod. Well, I'll just say that my sister knew Mike for like 15 years before we ever met and that's a whole story. But um, I've had some really special experiences throughout my life that revealed that part of, and you know, you know, what we've both been through to to get to this point. And I just kind of look at it as, you know, we go through celestial, terrestrial, and hopefully we're working toward celestial goals. And um, we, we all get to get those scales taken off of our eyes because we came here and we, as little children, we just don't know how to understand everything in the moment, but we get little dot to dots and the Lord is just so excited to reveal those things in our lives. And so I see him as so, um, I, I know he's very playful and he's so excited to reveal his arm in what's going on with politics. So as a media company, we just started out with, oh my gosh, Mike lost his job right before we got married. And it, it's just taken fierce faith to get there instead of doubt. But we've dabbled in both, you dabble in doubt or fierce faith. You know, like, <laughs> sure. I think we're all getting to that point where we get to do so. We lived in Springville, five houses down from my sister and brother-in-law that introduced us and he just reminded me of my brother it's like the first time we went out we were we felt like best friends and then then we've gone through a lot of carnage since then but um you know and it isn't all all fun like we we get to really work on on healing things and taking that responsibility response ability which we don't always have and so the thing is we're all in process and and the beautiful thing is that why would you shame a little child for falling down learning to walk? Like the way our heavenly parents look at us is so beautiful. And like we started out in a little media company called Color My Media. And we've gone through lots of crap, in, but we've also like experienced amazing friends and amazing family and people that are truth seekers. And that's that's the payoff is you get in the contrast. That's how we learn in this mortal world. And so we started out doing, you know, weddings and videography all to, you know, as a couple doing both. And it was really fun. Um, but we really struggled to, you know, we had blessings in the midst of these struggles and we've never really financially like been, you know, it's, it's been taking a lot of faith. Um, but we are grateful that, Right now, um, you know, we went from weddings into doing business things and um, corporate and, you know, a few little things like that. But we've moved also twice, which um, 
you know, it was a journey and the Lord was showing us people and communities and things, which I think will play a role in the future, but to have the faith to go there and just trust that. But what's the been the biggest thing, you know, my husband has a very special gift, which is that when he feels the spirit, we just know we're on and, you know, vice versa. We both really have tried to develop that gift of listening to our intuition and to that higher self and spirit. And, and there's just some really, everybody has those gifts. So however you hear it, however you feel it or see it, some are given visionary. And I know you're very much like that, Karen. And we both shared some beautiful things that have been those chunk knowledge times, those dot to dots that kept me really in the grit of something I didn't want to do. And you know what, what that is. And yet, you know what, we are working together all in the way we do it at, at the specific times. Sometimes we're not ready to move on. And um, this quote I like, um, and it's from Black Elk says it is in the darkness of their eyes that men get lost and you know what we're all in the dark until we aren't and we're all hypocrites till we aren't and none of us are deserve grace or worthiness except we do you know because christ loved us and we first he we love him because he first loved us and he is worthy and i remember being in a temple uh, ceremony in june where the the seer said just lean into that worthiness of Christ, you know, and I'd been pondering on this, like, oh my gosh, that came straight with something that had been given to me, you know, and it was a second witness. And I love that. So um, what we're doing right now with Rod Meldrum in bookofmormonevidence.org, we'll put some in, in the show notes, you know, things where you can go to. And we did all of his Book of Mormon uh, podcast last year, which is just a plethora of rich resources to learn more in-depth things that you probably have never heard about in some cases. Um, we, uh, in 2017, we went on a tour with him through 12 states and filmed mm, wonderful museums, oh. all of these sites. Like, why are there a million mounds in the eastern United States? And, you know, these different things that all align with the Jaredites and the Nephites. Anyway, it's been really exciting because I have a personal family history story that I know because of my great, great grandfather that sometimes I'd love to share. It just takes a little bit of time, but it's during the fighting preacher days, if you haven't seen that movie. And um, there have just been miracles. And I just am so grateful I get to show up for my ancestors and do something to kind of like bring it on home in our day, you know, with what their sacrifice was for us. And so that's a story for another time, but you can go to comefollowme2021.com and see what we've been doing with amazing scholars like Jonathan Neville. But of course, Rod's at the helm. He's just amazing. He's a walking encyclopedia of information and he's tying in church history as well as Kay Godfrey, who was Mike's boss at the Boy Scouts. And we went to Israel with him and did a whole documentary there. Oh my right gosh. A month into our marriage. <laughs> So going back to when we first met and, and starting this media stuff, but it's like we, we, we had to kind of like learn, you know, in baby steps, how to monetize things or how to go to the next project and fill the pipeline. And, you know, as, as business owners getting into positivity and politics, you know, now we, it's like, we see the Lord has taken us through this uh, situation of learning, like, my drawback with what you and I wanted to always do and be with healers and, you know, work with people, it was always technology. And, and then I oh, married yes. somebody like this tech guru who's <laughs> I had to learn very slowly how to do video editing and uh, like do the grunt work. And we've been doing that. Like video editing is very time consuming. And yet 
it's be a beautiful sketch and a beautiful way to create our art, you know, in some visual um, and musical way. And so I haven't been doing much violin at all, even though I used to travel the world playing for the BYU folk dancers doing that. But here was the groundwork again. The Lord gave me a groundwork and a love of all these cultures of people. And I really feel like what's happening now with this call for liberty is a global message now. It's like the Lord is giving us Constitution 101, because in the millennium, I believe there will be a constitution. And so what is our personal constitution? What is, what is helping us with our health to, you know, have domestic tranquility, to have that peace and knowingness as mothers, as fathers, as, as children, you know? And as there's always micro and macro lessons in all of these things. So I'm just so grateful for, you know, one of, one of my degrees is in international relations, which is a political science degree. I used to work in the Senate in, in the personal office of a senator. And I learned lots of behind the scenes things there, even that, that you know, their hand signatures were a, a pen with a machine that I'd sit there and sign letters all day. That's just kind of a little snippet, but um, that's one of my majors. And I got a Spanish degree as well. And, um, I never thought I could learn a language. I thought I was way too dumb to do that. And yet, <laughs> he showed me, but it did take some sweat and tears and a mission. And but you know, I love people from all over the world. And my grandparents gave me a foundation as as sons and daughters of Utah pioneers and of the revolution. And as a little girl fiddling away, I'd go and I'd play there. And I played at the Freeman Institute with Cleon Skousen and met heads of state and you know great leaders and. I, you know, he treated me like a daughter and he honestly was a very Christ-like person. And I looked for those in my life because I could see behind the masks going on. And that's one thing that we could do another another interview on is what the pecking orders of the world look like. And like there are 600 ways that adversaries um, try to deceive and confuse. There's 600 named ways. And it also goes for families and companies and churches and organizations and governments, and it's everywhere in the world. So if you can look at any kind of things that we feel is in hampering our liberty without the responsibility, like freedom isn't free, but liberty is, you know, has, has a price, but we need to do the inner work before, like we're gonna see some things happen worldwide that is gonna be just amazing. That's the Lord claiming us. <laughs> and we will be right back with more with Nancy. Welcome to the Loving Liberty Radio Network. Welcome back to Joy Coaching America, raising the world's vibration to love, joy, and peace, one happy listener at a time. This is Karen Lynn Grand with Joy Coaching America. I'm so happy to be here with you today, Nancy James. I have loved you for many years. I have felt of your passion. I have watched you love cultures. I have evidenced and been a witness of your 
of the fire that is in your heart and in your spirit, your passion for the Lord, the Savior for helping people. I loved hearing about the journey with Mike and creating the video business and, and the opposition, the ups and downs, the highs and lows. It's just because God says, yes, marry him. It doesn't mean it was going to be a happily ever after without bumps and jolts. And especially as we're blending families, and we've done a few of those radio shows too, where we've talked about the blessing of blending families. So what I'm loving that I'm hearing is I just shared with Nancy, I said, you're dropping these beautiful pearls along the way. If anybody had a pad of paper and a pen in their hand, she's done some things that are noteworthy, said some things that would really inspire each one of us to know that our reality is on purpose, that we are here. We chose, we knew God knows that we are capable of going through these winding up scenes in these latter days. And, and often as my husband and I have been going through COVID for the past 18 days, his journey was really harsh. And as we've been going through that journey, there are many times in the middle of the night that I've said, Lord, you know, that I am capable of this. This is nothing that I would have ever put on my agenda. This is nothing that I ever wanted to, to know. But I am so grateful now for this experience, the mercy, the compassion that we get when we go through hard things. And so Nancy, as you continue forward to inspire our audience today, I just want to have you jump right back in where we were and share with us the passion that you have for the work that you're doing. Well, thank you for that, because um, I know in, in, isn't the Lord claiming back his blended family? Like if, if you go in and you look at, at Joseph of Egypt and what he had to go through, you know, part, part of our ascension is the dissension, is to claim that territory. And he was an archetype of our savior. And the Lord knows the blended family, like, look how are we going to bring all this together? And actually, that was a question I had in my world religions class way back 35 years ago. And the Lord has given me pieces at a time. It's just, it's, I could just go on and on about that for like, anyway, you and I both have had books in us for <laughs> And we just have a hard time getting them out and writing. And I just, I'm fine with being the wind beneath others' wings. Honestly, we have, we have over 700 videos in Book of Mormon Evidence Streaming.com. And it's not just, um, just things about the Book of Mormon. It's about the Constitution. It's about healing. It's about gardening. And you've been to those. And it's about preparations. And it's about spiritual things. And I mean, it's amazing. So if if you really want like any homeschoolers out there, anybody that really wants an education, oh my gosh, there's 700 things. Glenn Beck actually spoke at the last September conference on in a virtual conference. And we, you know, like when this COVID hit, it's like, oh my gosh, we've got a week or two to get everything in order to do a virtual. And it's like, oh, it, it, it was like my Poor Mike, <laughs> everything's on him. And I just, I admired him for just stepping up to the plate and do it. So anyway, Nancy, I have a question. Yeah. So when you talk about these 700 videos that are on bookofmormonevidence.com, I want to say that slowly. Book of Mormon so the, Evidence Streaming. Book of Mormon Evidence Streaming.com, 700 videos. And are all these 700 videos, videos that you and Mike have put together? Yep. This is tons of work. Us, uh, it, well, this has been over like five years that we've been filming these. And the thing, okay, so this is the Lord's timing like this. We were supposed to get them online like four years ago. And in the meantime, we, we did um, 12 events of our own over two years in three states. And like we were having to, like the behind the scenes, having to just 
like exert yourself to pack up and all this gear and take it to all these places. And, and I, I've loved doing venues. I used to have Utah catering and a Thai restaurant. And so I, I did, I was used to doing weddings and catering and all this stuff. So in all that pain of trying to support my family as a single mom, the Lord gave me experience to do these things. And yet it's, you know, just by the way, my maiden name was pain. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> no joy without pain you know it's like I'm kind of done with that phase you know let's go into grace and ease and let the Lord orchestrate things and he really does and I have my faith stops too and my stuck places so we we really do this the honest journey though is the 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 joy of here's my little joy spring rock <laughs> and I'm and, gonna hop right in here yeah. so, yeah, I wanna... you can contact me at the joy spring at yahoo or um color my media at yahoo um, I want to just say that, you know, as I listen to this, I want everybody out there, you know, you don't realize how much you have accomplished in your life till you get interviewed. I'm just listening to this going, wow, Nancy, she's, you know, I think you're a couple years younger than me. You have accomplished much. You were just on full throttle. And when you hit the ground running on earth, you just hit the ground running. You have accomplished much thus far in your life. And I will be a witness to the many beautiful things that you will yet accomplish. I'm excited for everybody to go and see those 700 videos that they have done over the past five years, because right now you don't get to see Nancy's beautiful countenance like I do. I'm seeing her beautiful countenance. I get to see her expressions and the passion in her eyes as she is sharing these things from her heart. But you'll be able to see and witness her work as you go to Book of Mormon EvidenceStreaming.com. So, Nancy, carry on. Well, and Book of Mormon Evidence.org, without the streaming word in there, has like 400 answers to Book of Mormon stuff, and it has all the links to there. I mean, that's really amazing. And we've, we, we're Latter day media, and so we're doing a lot of other things too, like. Oh my gosh, my heart wants to just like, okay, I could just create it in my head and I just, you know, how it is, you know, you kind of have to go through putting it all together. And anyway, there's, there's, there's a reason for that, that the Lord lets us claim the, the actual manual and, you know, the service, the missionaries out serving. But I wanted to get to um, some of the things that I've experienced. Uh, I just want to honor everyone out there having the courage to come at this time in this world's history we are in winding up scenes and some amazing um changes are going to take place and it's going to really shake up people in inwardly and outwardly in in ways but just think about it like um i just want to honor the courage to just live just live because right now we have more suicides in the united states well in utah than COVID deaths and the media isn't covering that and that's one thing is a little teeny teeny media company trying to get out the word we have we do feel like constitutional law was a sovereign common law based on earth wind fire sovereignty that the lord that god gave all of us and native americans have understood this for many centuries and um anyway i just wanted to talk about how we are God's family. He's trying to claim us back and to be willing to be the captain of the ship of your soul, like on the Titanic and like, okay, I'm in for the journey. Don't shrink with fear. Don't sh do that doubt thing, you know, have a fierce faith and be in your knowingness. And um, we don't have it until we do. And 
So I just want to go through how do we foster with this divisiveness that's going on? There is no divisiveness. It's just people getting mixed up and deceived. And we all have self-deceit going on at times. And we don't know who to believe and what voices to listen to. And so my sweet mom is trying to call me um, right now. But let me just say, how do we foster mutual respect with what looks divisive? It's, it's up here. We aren't divided. What we can do to help bridge, bridge those things and what creates our oneness and humanity. I just said some of those things. Go to our higher selves and go to love. And what is the universal language? When people are standing up for what they believe, even if you feel they're wrong, you can honor their courage for speaking it. You can honor their courage for standing for something. You can honor their courage to, for being in the figure outer game. I used to tell my son, well, you're a good figure outer. You know, I thought that's a good message. You're a good figure outer. And what, that son that I said that to, he's very stuck right now. He wants to quit school. And that, I, it's like, okay, surrender him. He's God's son. He's, he's, he's yours, you know, go to those different, it's like another upgrade time. So anyway, this is the last, just respect how to show that with divisiveness. Ask for it, be in our knowingness, be in our peace, empowering, mutual, loving, and agree on good points. Agree on what you can see that's good in that person and always look for that higher self. This is such an important message because we may have best friends who have opposing and different opinions and how do we keep peace and maintain love and mutual respect and honor for each other's come from. My mother used to always say to me, be a little detective, Karen, be a little detective. And yeah. so I love that. And you know what? My husband said to me last night, you are a little detective. I love that about you. And I love that about you, Nancy. We'll be right back with more. To Joy Coaching America, raising the world's vibration to love, joy, and peace, one happy listener at a time. You're back with Joy Coaching America and Karen Grant interviewing Nancy James today. I'm so excited. This is, you know, when you talk to someone who has passion, kindred feelings, and desires and hopes, you can't help but feel those those little molecules in your body doing jumping jacks. And so I just feel like my spirit is just joining with yours, Nancy, doing jumping jacks. And I hope that for those of you out there who are listening, I've heard a lot of pearls in this in this call today, in this in this particular experience with Nancy. And one of those is when you hit opposition, do not doubt that you are still very much in the right place at the right time. What are you standing for? Stand up and be true to who you are. Your, your divinity on this earth at this time is no mistake. It is by beautiful divine arrangement. And you knew that you were coming and that you too have a purpose, calling, and mission. Right now, Nancy, I would love for you to share with us the five principles of liberty. Okay, let me get to that. Um, first, I just wanted to 
honor those that are suffering. You and I have great compassion for anyone that's willing to go to the truth serum of where we're at. And let me just give a, a little metaphor that has helped me. Um, when I give little kids in primary, I'd, um, doing music and stuff, I'd give them a little toothpick and see if they could break it. Of course, they can break it. But what if I put it next to a huge steel nail, like what was nailed on the Savior? On the cross what if i put it right next to there can you break those together no so or i i can say a steel beam that's a you know um when we stand next to christ in our truth even if we're wrong but it a lot has to do with our intentions and so a lot of times in working with others and i still am working on this myself is something my brother shared with me he said to ask is to teach to tell is to preach and um, I came from kind of a preachy family at times because like we, we all just, we didn't have a lot of TV, but we, and, and I just feel like let go and let God, I've learned how to surrender and there's different points of surrendering all along the way. Um, but let me just say this, I've learned in a very, very hard way also, some people don't want change or they don't want to be a truth seeker or they're afraid or there's something impeding them and sometimes i can get pretty judgmental i'll just say that and or impatient or you know and i think as mothers the mother heart we we see things or feel things and and it's not always something we can just put our finger on but to let to keep surrendering and there's always new places to surrender you know there really are um so identifying a person's worldview and and core beliefs what like how how can we help do that if we don't know what our own are so it's a micro macro we can see things out there it's been politicized but we could be deceived in that also so positivity in politics has to do with our keeping that compass when i had a restaurant i would get kind of a lot of anxiety about like almost all these things juggling that um, my kids and like a little baby and taking them with me at times in the restaurant and i had to learn to breathe and to trust and to be in the zone of the hurricane where the eye was peaceful and I could navigate and just, okay, what next, what next? And that's something that has helped me with, um, so here's a little easy way to, to think of this pecking order world. People have adopted, now we all came with a freedom heart, okay? So liberty, a child is free, their spirits, they want to explore, they want to see like, oh, I'm here. It is so cool like to see this in our little kids or grandkids. Um, and we wouldn't shame them until we do for, for trying to learn or ask questions. And we shouldn't like shame them for asking why. My sister and I did that all the time. Like, you know, well, why? Well, I know my sister was so funny that way. But some people have bought into the force world. So there's force fairness freedom and we could do a whole class on that and there are 600 ways that adversarials learn to put this into our world here which we came to but as little kids were going oh you know like it, it's hard to see our parents shame us or guilt and that's like there's there's so many different things you know guilt load blame um confusion contention like we could go through 600 named ways and in a word I call those unrighteous dominion mm -hmm. and unrighteous dominion can be played out 
in a multiplicity of ways. Like you say, 600, I never heard that specific number, but I have sat with, (laughs) I've sat with pen and paper and I have just journaled the, the experiences that I've had in marriages and in my growing up years. And then I said, what do you call this Lord? And the answer came, this is unrighteous dominion. And so I appreciate that, that these can be played out politically in family units, in communities, in, you know, in our HOAs, you know, so it's true. Well, it's sad that we bought into it. It was a script, but see our, our spirits didn't have that. And some of us are able to keep that going, but um, honestly, I mean, I felt really persecuted and even like junior high for standing up for special needs kids and people. And you know what? I'm still friends with them. Mm -hmm. And I knew that was my truth, that I would stand for all human beings and for life and for the less fortunate. And my family before foster care, even though there's 12 kids, we had people come live with us. One brother from Cambodia who'd lost his whole family in the killing fields, a Navajo brother from four yeah. years. I mean, I could go on and on and on and on about that. And there you go. That explains this love of all cultures, this love of all people that is so tender. And well, so that, that when people sell out for power, you have to look, what is the payoff? That's the thing with any of these adversarial tactics. What's the payoff? Is it immediate power? Is it saving face? Is it, you know, all these different things that we sell out for and any type of force. And we could go in and just explore what the force paradigm looks, what the fairness and fairness people have freedom hearts, but they have learned these tactics and these scripts and their scripts are in there as little kids. We, we bought into it thinking this is the way the world is. It's like, you know, you have to swim with the sharks and he who has the gold rules, that's their (laughs) golden rule. You know, it's not, it, and so anything that is a force or, you know, exertion and com- compelling, well, you know, as parents, you know, we're going like, okay, justice and mercy. And I did wings for wills for scouting, you know, my kids could get their license. But, you know, I'm thinking, oh, was there force in that? They sometimes felt that way. But sometimes you have to say, am I, what am I willing to do? And what am I not willing to do? And your children, if you don't want to do your jobs, fine. Nevertheless, I'm willing to do this and I'm not willing to do that. Mm -hmm. And they all have thanked me for teaching them how to work hard. So sometimes like tender versus tough love, tender versus tough. We have to know where that balance is. And each child is different. And that's the beauty of parenting. Like, oh my gosh, it's amazing. So the five principles of freedom, we have to learn to discern for ourselves. Um, I think of Hawaii (laughs) because... Kauai, because I love, you know, the freedom and, the, and remembering the beauty that I've seen there. And so I have a little acronym and it's G-W-A-I-I. So Gawaii, because G is for green and growth. <laughs> and that's actually the first one. Um, is Are you committed to growth? Are you a person that's committed to growth? And, and we're going to have a lot of opportunities these next few months to grow in our trusting uh, because we can't trust some great leader uh, more than Christ. I mean, he's in charge. The next one, are we committed to growth? And then here's one that we touched on the worth, the worth of every human being on this planet, all people, babies, lives, black, everybody. We are just, there is no racism. We are experiencing our bodies as a part of our chest. That's all. 
our spirit shine or don't. It's all our choice. And we are in charge of our captains of our souls with the Savior as the, the one guiding our ship. Okay. So the third one, um, the GWA, what do you think A would be for? Agency. Agency, there you go. <laughs> An agency isn't free agency. It, it has been bought with a price. The I goes to an inner, this inner compass again. The I, it's integrity. Do we have integrity? Which means we don't even have the intention to deceive. Now, that doesn't mean that we just show our cards to everybody. Sometimes you have to keep your cards close and be wise. Wise as serpents, harmless as dove. The scriptures talk about that in the New Testament. So integrity, having no desire to deceive others, okay? Um, and then the other I is something that um, we can say in a secular terms is instincts. Trusting your instincts. Like there's something going down, they trust your gut instincts, but also it's the higher voices of, you know, the spirit, our guides, our guardians, and to learn to discern is when all of us are going to be fooled until we aren't. And so instead of feeling dumb, it's just like, okay, take it on with courage and say, well, I didn't know. And ouch, <laughs> you know, look for what the payoff is. Uh, for all of these people, or even our children, what's their payoff? And we should get payoffs for good. We should, you know, we shouldn't just say, oh, well, having faith means we do everything intrinsically. We shouldn't be paid for anything. We shouldn't deal with dirty money. You know, exchanging value and money is what we live in right now, or, you know, resources. So it's okay. Be in your peace with that. I am excited. I think that we've heard so many beautiful things and the good news is that we get to come back and we get to hear part two with Nancy James with sharing more about positivity and politics and how can we be a light in the midst of a lot of turmoil and confusion by being true to who we are, by taking up our purpose, calling, and mission by finding out what our particular gift is. And I can honestly say, Nancy, you have many and you have discovered them and you have, when you have a connection with Christ and you can go to him and ask, what is my gift? What would you have me polish and perfect so that I can share with the world? And Nancy, you've done that. You've done that beautifully. You're doing it still and you will continue to do it. And that is an example. The channel we're doing is comefollowme2021.com. We're going to put up some resources in the show notes. Great. Well, thank You'll you so much, Karen. I love you. I love you. And thank you. We will do those resources in the show notes. So anybody who is listening, take advantage of this beautiful work that Nancy has put together with her husband, Mike. We're so grateful to have you on the call, Nancy. Thank you.